That was uh, Yuck Yuckum, a.k.a. Frankie Morales, a.k.a. Frankie OK. Um, the song is Zone, and it's from Literally Grinding, the mixtape. Welcome to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. Not sure what episode number this is. This is the podcast that um, comes out whenever it uh, does. This is, it's been about six months since the last one. If you would like to support us, look off into the distance at work and zone out and imagine you're skating. That's a good way to support us. Um, This podcast, as always, is brought to you by nothing. Nothing has been there supporting this podcast the whole way. Mad props. Um, I have some notes that I'll get through. If you don't want to hear skate tech stuff, you can hit the stop button right now. There, I just saved you listening to skate tech stuff. Here, I'll let you, my notes are, I'm going to talk about V13s, Sebas for Aggressive, Wish Frames, and Five Wheel Wizards, and that's it. That's all the stuff I'm going to talk about. I'll probably talk about other stuff too. But um, if you want um, in depth interviews or um, VOD reviews, or I'm, I don't know, I don't have any of that. I just have some information that I've collected over the past six months about certain inline skating products that I've tried. Some available on the market, some are not available on the market. But I have some conclusions, uh, which it's never uh, a finite conclusion that you have about a piece of skate technology. You should always be experimenting, always trying different stuff, but make sure and try different stuff because you could be surprised and slowly over time you'll find that you do have preferences and everybody's different. So it's been six months, a bit more than six months, because it's November 1st today, and I podcasted on April 15th. So six and a half months, maybe. Hopefully I have that math right. Um, I've been skating on the Five Wheel Wizards and V13s. And I've been trying, I've been trying so hard to use Sebas with the sole plate. I just can't. I'll get to that. Um, I'll start with V13s. So 
when we do a face the music commentary, I'll probably talk about this more. Maybe I'll just move this a little bit so it's closer. There we go. When we do uh, face the music commentary, I'll probably talk about this more, but um, I've had for Rose's inline skates, I had the original black M12s way back when, and I had a white pair with CDS Detroit heel plates and 54 millimeter um, Jake Elliott medium wheels. That was an amazing Christmas present. I gotta find that picture. That was exciting. Going, going um, you had gift certificates to go to the mall to buy some fresh gear. I think I got like a plain black Russell crew neck sweatshirt and a beanie or something like that. And then go skating on boxing day, fresh skates, fresh gear, highly underrated. I've actually got, I've, I've resurrected that for myself and I've got a couple like uh, hoodies or pairs of pants and it does something. I'm not sure what it is. There's something about like a fairly fresh piece of clothing. This sounds so ridiculous, but a fresh piece of clothing and, uh, and baggier clothing I've been enjoying quite a bit. Um, to the point that now when I see, uh, like I have quite long legs, um, sweatshirts that fit a little bit longer and slightly baggier pants, it makes me appear shorter than I am, which works to my advantage. Um, because there are some cuts of clothing out there, especially for skating that just can enhance arm waves and spider legs. You got to watch out for it. You know, uh, I remember Taylor said that when he watched skiing videos, he said, it's about making your torso look as long as possible. And it is really funny to think about, uh, that thuggy that I wore, um, for the box edit, the thuggy is that like the super long, the over the top long sweatshirt. It's in um, Prove Yourself 3 and it was in the box edit that we just did. It's called a thuggy. Look up, I think thuggies.ca or just look up thuggy and you'll see they make all different kinds. Todd and I had a really funny idea where if there was little pants attached to it that you stepped through so it made your legs look really, really, really short. Um, because the first few tricks in that box set, I had to like pull sweatpants down, but I had to like press my knees outward to hold the pants up. But if you had pants attached to the thuggy and it looked like a full long hoodie, but your legs looked really short, that every uh, grind would, would look like a stylish sit down grind because your legs would look like they were um, like two or three feet long. It would be really funny, super fun to skate into. So that's my idea. Um, now that it's out in the open, you know, someone can make it. You could even stitch like um, like camo joggers into the thuggy, and then you put your legs through the joggers first, but they're attached to the hoodie, and then you zip up the hoodie. And even if you're like six feet tall, like I am, this outfit would make you look like you were, I don't know, like Gonzo or, or Louis height. I always think about that. I wonder, you know, the first time I saw pro skaters in person, they were fucking short. Like the people who I thought were tall were short. Um, 
Todd Mason and I, we always joked about how we are tall. We were going to call a video, uh, we are tall because we're all six feet that, um, I always wonder if I was shorter, if things would look bigger that I do. Not that I do big things, but, um, like I wall rided the biggest down ledge at the, at the skate park, um, in the five wheels and it, it looks big, but I am big. I'm very tall. So if I was like a foot shorter, it would actually look like a, a hammer. Cause it kind of is, it's, it's a pretty, pretty big drop. It's hard to get speed for it. Um, anyways, I digress. That was a, that was all about crisp baggy clothing and making yourself look, um, not as tall. That was something about the, uh, you know, tighter pants. They, there was some, they made some legs look like spider legs. Um, and they accentuated movements big time, which could be bad, could be good. Anyways, when we do a face the music commentary, oh, that's right. I started talking about Boxing Day and Cut. If I was ever a teacher, they could just get me like talking about another subject for a long period of time until recess or lunch. Let's get them going. Let's, let's get them talking. Um, so I had black M12s, white M12s, and then the, when um, Face the Music came out, this was before Volo would have launched, and I think Michael Pallack, or maybe Michael Pallack was the team manager, and then Dunkel took it over and did the Face the Music thing. Amazing video, amazing team. Ollie Short got a Pro Skate, which would have been the first uh, Pro Majestic 12, and um, I fully bought into all of it. I wanted to, to buy those skates, loved Ollie Short skating, loved Face the Music, Mike Lilly, um, Casey Bagazi, pretty much everybody who rocked those skates looked amazing in them. They looked very classic. Um, I can't remember when that would have been like 2006 at the end of, um, better than baseball era, probably 2006 or 2007. Like when I moved to Vancouver and started going to film school, um, yeah, I got the Ollie shorts, spray painted the black skated them for a while. I remember um, how much more I had to bend because those, the V13s definitely have like a softer cuff, but the, the M12s, you really have to um, bend into your grinds unless the M12 cuff has got softer, I'm not sure. But I remember I had to almost relearn some things. And I really liked those skates. I later did some horrible experiments where, um, I tried to V cut them. Josh helped me and uh, V cut them and put like Volo sole plates and they, they just kind of lost their feel, um, especially with the Volo sole plates. They felt a little clunky on the base. I'm open to trying that again, but I really like the size and shape of, of the V13 plate. Anyways, so that was my little flirtation with M12s, which I really liked way back when, and then the UFS, the Ollie Short ones. Um, and then after that Broskow Create Originals part, 
that came out. I think it's called Broscow Originals. He's in the Forest Green V13s. I think they were called Forest Green. They almost looked like black, like dark, dark green V13s. That was the section where I watched and I said, okay, I have to try them again. And the Intuition Liner was out, so I was, I was thinking I could probably, the 10s that I skated in my three previous pairs, they felt a little big. Um, the liner was a little bit puffy in the back. Um, so they fit, but they always just felt a little bit long. Like when you would press forward for a stride, it just felt like there was maybe a little bit too much plastic and that nines definitely would have been too small. Tens would have been too big. They're kind of, if there was a nine and a half type size, oh, that would be perfect. Um, so I was thinking, yeah, with the intuitions, I could probably fit into a nine. Um, so I ordered directly from them goods because I had a dream. I was on a trip somewhere and I had a really crazy dream where Julio, it, it, there was stairs. You know when there's a bunch of stairs and the different ones are waxed? Like there's, uh, you know, the first three stairs of a longer set could be wax. You can grind like the first stair, the second stair, the third stair. I had a dream that Julio sold really stylishly the bottom stair. And then it was, when I woke up, I realized the importance of buying stuff from places like Them Goods or Dirtbox or people who, who skate, who do something to purchase stuff from so I've tried to do that since that dream but I ordered um I think I ordered like a dirt box he had dirt box them goods had dirt box stuff at that time I I can't remember if I ordered that from dirt box or anyways coming back from that trip in that dream I was like I want to get some v13s I'm gonna try anti-rocker again there's times in the winter in Canada where you're you're watching skating and you almost forget that you have to relearn it. Like you can skate covered spots, but you are watching it and you think that you're gonna be good at it. So I was watching this Broscow uh, create originals part. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get V13s, intuition liners. Um, maybe did I, I may have ordered create originals and to get anti, like that's the setup. That's the setup. I'm probably gonna be really good if I get that. And uh, yeah, it didn't turn out like that. The, uh, the, 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 the V13s in nines with the first Intuition Liner, they hurt a lot. My foot fit in, but the shell bulged outward. There's a picture of it, I think, on Instagram from a while back. The shell bulged intensely and they hurt. They were definitely not uh, the right size. And I hurt my wrist trying to skate anti-rocker I went going like really fast to do a back royale on coping which or it's kind of like sometimes my first one is more like a shifty where I try and bend my foot like when you got to get your ankle kind of warmed up I usually do like a not a full-on leaned over royale anyways something about anti-rocker I guess the way I was used to doing it in a, in a rocker or flat setup that I would kind of like like swivel my skates into the position 
instead of jump i so i got this weird catchy feeling and just fucking ate shit trying a back royale on coping because i wasn't used to anti-rocker like i was stuck on the tracks feeling so not only did my skates not really fit and they hurt but i ate some shit from anti-rocker so this uh vision in my head that i had of triumphantly returning to v13s that were gonna feel amazing downsides with intuitions and i was gonna skate anti-rocker again and I was going to be able to grind like Brasco or the Kelsos. I was probably watching the Kelsos too over the winter being like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in this direction now. Uh, didn't work out. Can't remember what skate I went to after that, but I had to sell the basically brand new, um, V13s on, um, I think I sold the create originals. I think I had, I may have even got, oh, did Dead Wheels exist at that point? I'm not sure. It was pretty core the setup. Like it was co I fully committed to the core setup. I was excited. I sold everything. The anti rocker wheels, the create original frames, the wheels that were I can't remember what wheels they would have been, I'd have to look at the picture. Sold everything. Um and I can't remember if that would have been around big wheels time. You know, I should have looked up this information so I ha I was able to reference the time period that this was in. Fast forward to big wheel experimentation, wizard experimentation, um, REMs, uh, K2s, skating K2s, skating the red K2s, the black K2s, the newer K2s. And then it would have been would have been watching Velo Philly before Basement, or if that's when they launched Basement, but watching the Kelsos and Broscow again, and realizing that, like Pat Pat Ritter, um, Robbie Pitts, Colin Martin, John Vasugi, Neil Chen, Stuart Brady. There's a bunch more. Did I say Colin Martin? I, there was this point where I realized like, holy shit. There's a lot of people that I, even seeing Leon skate them, improve yourself. I can't remember if it was two or three. Three with the newer intuitions, they fit. There was less like bulge on the shell. He was skating the EU skate and it just looked, he was skating really good. I realized how many people's skating I really liked in V13s. The skate looked really good. People's style was always really good. Um, there was a lot of really good creative skating. The postures in the grinds were always looked um, very classic. The skates looked classic. So uh, I think I threw it out on the mushroom blading Facebook while I still was doing that. Then I wanted a pair of V13s and Adonis from New York. Taylor, I think is his last name. I think he does eye roll NY stuff. I, maybe it's more than him or just him. I think there's more than just him. He was nice enough to send me a used pair of V13s 
that had been on the New York streets, I guess, which was badass to think about. And uh, an extra set of the forest green soul plates because he had slid the EU plates down. So they were sitting, I can't remember when I got them, but they were sitting in my garage for a while. I remember I set them up with the longer K2 frames and um, tried them with the intuitions and kind of rolled around um, in the garage when I first got them. And it the first thing that threw me off was the the heel rate they felt like wobbly in the heel and they felt a little like um they sucked up energy they felt a little slower just something felt off and they just then i put them away and didn't skate them right away and then i think i just ended up watching more amazing skating in v13s over that time and that's why i got them i knew that that urge was going to come up again where I thought I want to try these skates and then it was a mix of watching Broskow and Basement stuff and all the names that I listed before um, and then trying the Wish Frame on the Seba boot which I did not I don't like it for aggressive not I love that boot with the wizard frame and no soul plate attached, but as soon as, as something about the soul plate, the wish frame, I skated fine in them, but there's only two bolts holding that, um, there's just the UFS bolts and the sizing is weird for the way the plate fits on the boot and I when I look down at my feet this is a big this is a big thing for me if I look down at my feet and I go ooh, 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 like I start dry heaving when I see the negative on the Seba plate I'm like Jesus are those my skates ooh, ooh, ooh. they look not good they don't feel good either that's so I do not like the Seba soul plates in fact I have never liked the Varsity was the only plate that used two bolts that felt remotely good. Carbon plates, Seba plates, Jato plates. Anything where there wasn't extra bolts holding it in, I've always strongly disliked them. And another thing, Jatos were one of the worst feeling skates for just striding and skating around. They... I can't explain it, but that those similar to like going back to the Sebas and, and with the souls, like I kept going back to trying the like wizard setup with the soul plate being like, okay, I got to try it again. It doesn't look that bad. It, I got to try it again. I got to try it again. And it just did not feel like it was right away. I remember every time I've tried to go back to it the very first time. Like you, you, you roll around in it in your garage or kitchen or whatever and you think like, yeah, this feels pretty good. You know, it's got the intuition, it's carbon, the, the sole plate is a little bit too big and you can kind of feel it flex, but it's got to skate good. But there's just something not good about not having extra screws going into the plate. I think that plate would be way better if there was extra screws going in to kind of stiffen up the sides. And I don't think it has to be that big. You know, 
it's amazing how uh, soul plate design just it got out of hand it doesn't have to be huge how often percentage wise out of the however many tens of thousands of rollerbladers in the world there are who is negativing or no who is doing a negative on a fat rail it's probably a very small percentage it's so weird how some people uh it might be more important for them to have a giant negative space than for their skates to roll good that is a strong possibility i'm not saying everybody i'm just saying the solomon wide body and the size of the shadow plates is just peak you know maybe we went too far with this maybe we got to reel it back a little bit you know soles don't have to be giant this is just me though this is my preferences um i can't stand the feel of skates of sole plates that are held in by two bolts varsity one worked decent because of the way it was shaped around the boot is it kind of it locked in quite nice so even when you leaned side to side you didn't feel as much flex because it it had pieces that came up and around whereas these just flat pieces of plastic you can almost feel the boot flex a little bit side to side um not good and the best thing about so the v13 plate um has the varsity thing where it comes up around the sides and kind of locks in but then it has it has six bolts in the front and two bolts in the back not including the ufs bolts and i know it doesn't um it's like those are the bolts that hold it on and the ufs bolts kind of like stiffen it up a little bit it, um that's hard to explain though you need those screw it would not skate good if it just had two bolts so those bolts like kind of stiffened up anyways i was inspired to use those skates when i skated the wish frames because they the wish frames made me appreciate grinding again but then i didn't like the sole plate on the sebas so that was the point where i i'm like i might have a frame that i really like and i can finally put it on these v13s with intuitions lucy hey hey I can finally try this setup because I'm enjoying, um, not that I didn't enjoy grinding before, but I was enjoying grinding on a whole new level with the wish frames. Wish frames are great because they took the length that I was enjoying on the, on the K2 and the Wizards, the rocker that I was enjoying on the K2s, but then it reminded me of when I did go back to anti-rocker before the bail in the forest green V13s, but like, the younger days, the in being inspired by Shima and getting the Higgs mind game wheels and um, that feeling of just hauling towards a front side and not sticking at all and not even thinking about sticking. The first time I tried the wish frames, no, sorry, the second time I tried the wish frames um, with a better wheel combo, it was just, it reminded me of um, 
that hauling ass towards a front side or a backside and not sticking at all. So have I got far enough here? Um, a, a side note on the wish frames is it's really important that you find the right rocker and that you don't, you can mix wheel profiles, but they really, I was impressed by the way the frame grinded, but I had fat wheels in the middle and then thinner profile wheels on the outside when I first skated them and the rocker wasn't quite right. I think I had, I can't remember if it was, I think it was like, it was 58 millimeter, those red undercovers, super fat profile in the middle and then uh, La Beta gripper hockey wheels that with kind of like a speed profile on the outside. And I remember they felt just kind of chattery because you would never, you would never ski a pair of skis where they were fat in the middle and then thin on the outside. That would, that would almost like make skiing harder, if that makes any sense. Or you would never skate like a ice hockey blade that was fat in the middle and then thin in the front and back. If anything you want, fatter wheels on the outside and thinner wheels in the middle or a ski with fatter uh, tip and tail to press on and then kind of a possibly a thinner waist for more maneuverability. But careful with inner uh, thin profile wheels because I died over the weekend. Not only are those Werbeski wheels um, like speed profile, they're actually pointier than speed profile. Which leads me to believe that they're goalie roller hockey wheels. So you can, when you're a goalie, you want low profile wheels and you want to be able to f like slide easily, you know, in the crease and um, kind of stay. You don't want to be flat. If you look at a goalie skate or what a goalie does, you need to be able to slide from side to side really easily. and. Um, those Werbeski wheels do feel good, but I recommend putting them in a frame that's the sidewalls are worn out a little bit or in a frame where the sidewalls aren't as thick because there's been multiple deaths in Kamloops when don't don't put them in with new frames. I think they're a really good wheel if you were to have like where your frame and groove is worn out and you don't want to catch skating flat, but if you were to put fat wheels in, you would stick cuz the groove if that makes any sense or yeah not thick sidewalls or a worn in frame like on my wish frames now not the white ones but my old ones that have the groove worn in I think it'd be fine and I wouldn't catch it all it's just a warning about that anyways so the wish frames inspired me quite a bit because they took a bunch of things that I enjoyed about skating but then threw finally something that kind of worked around UFS um, that made me appreciate grinding in, in new ways. So it was seeing everybody skate V13s, but also after the road trip in the summer, seeing Danny Beer skate his V13s. I love the way that he skated them. So that was like kind of the final... Bit. And at the end of that trip, the the little trip video that we made that's a that has no name on YouTube. End of that trip, I switched um, 
out of the five wheels into the sebos and soul plates i've done this four or five times it could even be six i fucking did it again this weekend i look at the skates and and i think okay i'm gonna try the sebas again with soul plates and i just don't like them i do not like that skate with a soul plate it if it had a different soul plate or if the soul plate was redesigned if the middle channel was cut out and it was side mounted and maybe a bit slimmer like the rollerblade plates the rollerblade plates I I completely <clears throat> understand that design now. Regardless of how it looks, it just makes a lot of sense to have the center channel cut out and then have nothing that interferes with the frame connection and the boot and then having extra screws in so they don't flex too much. I just think that's a really good design. I would love to see that on Sebas. This is not to say that, like, I. I know there are people who like the Seba plates or Shadow 2.0 plates or, or or carbon plates or whatever, but I just don't like the the feel of having two bolts hold a plate and then a slab of plastic between the frame and the boot connecting. It just seems kind of um, not the correct way to attach a sole plate or have a skate that has a good rolling feel. That's just me though. So at the end of the trip, I tried the Sebas again. They didn't feel good. I had those Go Project 65s. I had found my wish frame combo in um, some, some Kryptonics splinter wheels that were 66.5 and then face 57s in the middle. The profiles matched. My recommendation in wish frames is that you do all fat profile wheels and a little bit of a rocker and you will enjoy them a lot, a lot. So I had Go Project 65s on the outside and Eulogy 54s on the inside. See, this is the other thing. We have a wheel with undercover, but there aren't undercover options that I can skate and enjoy on the wish frames. This is a problem. They don't, there's no sizes between, there's no fat profile 72s or 68s. And then there's nothing from 60 to 76 available in the fat range. So if anybody's listening to this and they have a, a fat profile mold that they want to send to the undercover matter factory um, in 72, 60, anything between 60 and 72, send it on over there. If anybody from uh, China is listening to this that pours wheels there, um, get in touch with undercover and, and say, you know, we have the 72 millimeter mold. We even have this 64 and uh, 68 millimeter mold. Oh, we have 62 as well. Here, take all of these. Make some new sizes with the rocket powered urethane. That's the problem. The urethane is so good, but the sizes are limited for wish frames. For other frames, there's good um, sizes available. But for wish frames, I have to skate other companies' wheels to fully enjoy the wish frame product if that makes any sense but it's not this is this is the frame that i prefer for grinding right now 
and I need it to work its best. And I've found that I enjoy 65 on the outside, 54 in the middle. Those are very specific sizes. I think Undercover made 60 or 54s. Um, and they have a 55. Maybe I'll try 55s in the middle with the 65s. Anyways, at the end of this trip, I tried the Sebus for Aggressive. I was having fun, but it just doesn't, you know when a skate just doesn't click with you? The Sebus for Aggressive, again, it just was not, it was not good. And then I came back from that trip, and then just before I, I went on a, the social media full hiatus from mushroom blading, and just before Facebook hiatus, which, which last lasted for a while, I set up those, um, those V13s with the version one intuition liners, which the silicone bits work really well. It puffs the shell out a little bit. Um, oh, and size 10 this time instead of size nine. The shell still puffs out a little bit with the version one intuitions. Um, but the silicone bits work really nicely for sticking to the uh, to the shell, so not as much heel lift. Put the wish frames on, go projects, and the uh, the eulogies in the middle, and rolled around and kind of had the same feeling. Like, yeah, the heel feels a little wobbly because it's high off the ground, but I'll give these a whirl. And then there was something about. Um, that first session, it would have been blade practice. Whenever I started doing the look back, or I did like a sole to fast slide thing, and then like a front side where I did the joke, skateboard push, and I, I did, I, my shirt was tucked in, and I did a front side and did the push to kind of like imitate that I was cool, um, which I'm not. But they felt really good. Something about the intuition being the proper size and then the wish frames, which I had been enjoying on the Sebas. But finding this right wheel combo wasn't too high off the ground. I didn't have to scrape out channels in the plate. The sole plate being small and then having extra bolts to hold it in. Um, a classic boot that fit really well. It, everything came together and then I started enjoying aggressive inline skating even more and to the point that skating this old style boot this classic boot but with new liner technology and new frame technology i i don't know stuff started and then also with all of the wizard and big wheel experimentation up to that point i really 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 liked that setup and how I skate and what it inspires when I go out skating. I gotta say, they're still, when I go back to them after skating Wizards or R100s, they still have a little bit of that like energy suction feeling and the heel might feel a little bit wobbly for those first couple strides because they're high heels. That heel is high off the ground because I put the yellow super feet in too. So um, you're in a good skating position. They remind me a lot of uh, hockey skates actually. 
something about the alignment on them is really nice too compared to Seba's and um, the K2 alignment is good but it's not as good I don't know if it's because of the heel lift on the V13 or what but or maybe because K2 and Seba are flat heel I'm not I don't know something about the V13s they feel like just a classic simple pair of skates with a nice alignment a simple classic sole that is not giant the negative is not giant um tricks they look really good when you look down at your feet which counts for a lot in my world the intuition feels amazing tricks feel like i remember them like royales the the backslide angle royales the sole being smaller you could really lean into it the sole coming up around like kind of the edge like everything coming up on the sole on the side of the boot similar to the varsities that you can really lean into it whereas on plates sometimes just that plate stand up ah doesn't feel as good there's just some tricks that i kind of realize like that there's it's hard to point out people that have bad style in M12s or V13s. They're just a classic looking skate. It's not because they're trendy. They are just kind of like a, they're like a Vans is how I look at them. They just, they work and they're simple. I immediately wanted the maroon ones very, very, very badly. And then realized that finding size 10s in, uh, V13s in North America is quite difficult. I wish they made another run of those maroon ones because I think those are my favorites that I've seen for color. But I'm getting the the Alex Broskow Midnights. I, I wanted to pre-order them through Shop Task, but the pre-order's not available yet. I have contacted my my somewhat local six hours away shop test through email that I would like to pre-order the Alex Broskow Midnight with no liner in size 10. Because another thing with this set that it was a used set of V13 EUs in size 10. Shout out to Adonis from New York. Um, I think when I changed the sole plate the hardware was pretty easy to strip and I had a little bit of problem with like the heel hardware. I had to replace it with some REMS um, slash sunshine hardware. Uh, are we still recording? We are. Um, but I'm very excited now to have a brand new pair because these, uh, the only problem with these V13s. I love everything about them. There's obviously some things that could be modern updated, which Solomon perfected and the Aeon is trying to do, but Solomon pretty much took everything that could make V13s better and perfected it. There's a reason why lots of people skate Solomon's and they're amazing and they're one of the best skates is they pretty much took what made the V13 great and just improved upon it. Um, but these motherfucking things get click clacky, like the hardware, I would have to like tight, but I think it's cause they were a used pair. Um, 
I really, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that getting a brand new pair of V13s, I have a fresh pair of wish frames and I have fresh wheels ready, everything new for a brand new setup and I do not want it to get click clacky. A bunch of those blade practice sessions where I'm in the V13s, I've had to stop and take off my skates and do up like tighten the UFS bolts and tighten the sole bolts and some of the sole bolts have become stripped so I can't tighten them anymore and you know it, when you're having a good session and ideas are flowing and you only have a couple hours on the weekend to get it in you don't want your bolts to loosen you don't want to have to take off your skates and stop the creative flow but that's what I get for, um, I think I think it's because it's a used pair. We'll see. And if you would like to know what I think should be improved on them, it's pretty much everything Solomon did is what could make um, like a modern V13. You know, uh, cut out the center channel to get the sole closer to the foot and the frame connected directly to the boot. Take out the... Um, Heel lift. Actually, SLs have done this too. I just was not a fan of that boot when I tried it. Kind of similar to Shadows and um, Sebas with the sole plate. There's, it just had kind of a immediate reaction that I didn't like the fit and the feel of that boot. But um, yeah, instead of a heel lift, you put a very high density shock absorber for the heel lift, so make it flat heel. Um, it's pretty simple, actually. Just everything that Solomon did is what would make the V13s better, but the V13s just work. Um, another thing that inspired me to skate them was uh, we were doing the fast shoes commentary and seeing Julio and a few other people skate them in that video. They just look, they're a classic skate and I love the way they look. And um, to know that that video is over 20 years old and that um, it's just kind of got a classic look and feel to it and for some that's not a good thing for some it is and when you look down at your feet I, if you look down at your feet and you feel good about what you see that probably translates into how you skate um, if you look down if if I was wearing a pair of sneakers that had soles the size of um, shadow plates, that would be like if you were jogging and you had soles that stuck out and then you would like catch on your, they would catch on things like while you were running. <laughs> I don't think a sole needs to be a giant thing. Um, I like soles that are shaped like the foot. Like a negative, a small negative, if it, it feels good. You won't be able to negative as many things, but how important are negative grinds? Really? Are they important? Name one of your favorite skaters and, uh, you know, some of my favorite skaters. Arlo Eisenberg, uh, Josh Petty, Dustin Latimer, B-Love, TJ Weber, Dion Antony. Um, 
you know, not a lot of negative grinds. So that is just my reference point to skating that I really like. Um, negatives, you know, not a part of it. And also you eat shit when it catches on the ground. If you're trying to turn sometimes, um, I would take wheel slides over cess slides any day. Um, more urethane, less plastic. Um, so that's V13s, Samus for aggressive, don't like. Talked about wish frames. I like wish frames to the point that I was gonna go back to um, like uh, traditional frames that have just a regular size groove. I have some Volos and some K2 frames that I'm gonna go back to to compare, but um, I'm just enjoying the wish frames too much. I tried to go back to a frame for a traditional frame for one session, like with a, a traditional H block size and spacing and split. And um, I got wheel bite. So I, you know, hopefully I'm not getting too lazy on the way that I lean into my front sides and soles. I don't want to die. Um, but I just really like the wish frames. I might be hooked. I do want to try Aeons, by the way. If um, if the hardware click clacking thing um, turns out to happen on my next pair of V13s, then I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board. It'll be Aeons or back to the K2s. One thing that is really good about K2s, um, the sole is I think it's riveted in two spots and then glued to the boot so it feels solid that way um, but that nothing really comes loose on they're very solid skates that you've got to have a solid pock sound in your frames and your skates if you listen to them in the box session like the one part of having the long hoodie in and doing joking tricks was yeah the, the hoodie inspired but also the sound of my skates like they just felt like shitty rattly skates so they were inspiring me to do dumb tricks because i didn't i this way skate sound is similar to when you look down at your skates they have to sound good for you to feel good similar to how when you look down they have to look good to you Um, lastly, uh, I can't remember when Leon was thinking of making five wheel wizards, but I was super excited at that idea. Um, the first time I tried the 90 mil wizards, I was thinking you could easily make a hundred and that they should be, it would be fun to skate longer wizards. And then after skating the hundreds, it, it was the thought, you could probably make one tens. And then um, with each frame that you try at first, you think that the hundreds are limiting and need more of a rocker because the nineties feel more of a rocker, but it really comes down to how 
whatever techniques and things that you've adapted from aggressive or slalom frames and every frame is possible to be mastered but when you first try 100 millimeter wizards or 110s you're thinking oh i need to go back to the old ones because they're easier to do this or that but then the more you skate them there's these little breakthroughs that you have where you realize, oh, I'm actually learning to press my heels or toes or um, taking fewer strides or really leaning into a turn or there's these little breakthroughs. So there was kind of, there's the kind of standard three sets of wizard frames, 90 for smaller feet. And if you want more of like a traditional slalom feel, that's like, you can't go wrong with a quick nippy 90 millimeter. The 100 is the sweet spot for me. Um, that's my current favorite that I like to go back to and the R100, I like four by 100 rockered quite a bit. The 110s are kind of like getting closer to, um, like you have to be really good at your techniques or have giant feet or wanna go like really fast and cruisy. Um, that, I, I I like going back to them once in a while. Um, but the 110's also similar to the five wheel that when I skate it, it brings up a whole other side of skating in terms of the closure system and the cuff and the liner um, that you need the, you need a, the right boot and liner and fit for your skate and the cuff needs to be tight. And then I start to realize a lot more of like why ski boots are designed the way they are, but then I don't want to be skating in a ski boot. So I think of things that would exist between a ski boot and a skate. Anyways, that's what happens with the 110 and 5 wheel. But when Leon said he was thinking of making a 5 wheel, I was into it right away, obviously. I was super excited that that was his next kind of experiment because it the 110 just proved that the 100 and the 110 proved that it's that the 100s don't even feel long, but when they were new, they felt you're like, whoa, these are, these feel long and dangerous. And now hundreds feel like eighties and that wish frames are exactly the same length for me as the hundred wizards are. So the, the kind of the new experiment that we knew after, hundreds and one tens was well how long could a frame get if the rocker was right and we actually don't know the answer to that question still because the five wheels are super uh fun in a way that reminds me of when i first skated the hundreds and one tens but in an even crazier further direction to the point where you're like you're right at the edge of this cliff or you're on this island called rollerblading, which has all these reference points. So the 90 millimeter, uh, 90 millimeter in slalom, 100 millimeter is like, you know, speed skating frames. And the, these are reference points that exist within skating already. And the five by 100 is actually if big wheels two, big wheels one and two were aggressive influenced 
skating but on um slalom like what happened if aggressive skaters used slalom skates and tried to make a video as what big wheels one and two were big wheels two leon made the 90 millimeter wizard frame is like oh what if the wheelbase got longer and um yeah what if leon had a crazy idea for a rockered frame that was a bit different than slalom influence and that kind of like turned into the 100 millimeter wizards which is almost like what if aggressive skaters were on altered speed skating frames and tried to film tricks and things and that was leon and big wheels too and all the wizard frame testing and now it's what if it was like it's almost like a altered what if you took a downhill frame and put the rocker on it that you were using kind of not a slalom rocker and they're not speed skates like four by 100 but they're downhill frames but they have a rocker so they're not for downhill but you could have the speed and confidence and kind of like the way you could press forward and backward on like the stability of a downhill frame it's like there's like three chapters of aggressive skaters using slalom skates aggressive skaters using um like altered like a speed skate influence mixed with aggressive frame so hard to explain but now this new five wheel chapter is it's it's you're on rollerblading island but this is the last reference point before anything after this and when you skate it you're jumping off of the cliff um and you're going into uncharted territory that's really weird because you don't have a reference point to any like it's not skiing either it's not even as long as a snow blade it's longer than a sled dog and let me tell you never ever ever use sled dogs there are moments where i wake up in the middle of the night in a, in a cold sweat nightmares ptsd that i could have been using skis and i was using sled dogs yes it happened to me it could happen to you too there's also people out there using off-road rollerblades in the snow when they could be skiing and there's people using sled dogs when they could be skiing and um I just don't want it to happen to you too anyways the um five wheel wizards are still they're not as long as snowblades they're not that long it's just our reference points to what we think skating is the interesting thing without going too far down the rabbit hole Rollerblades were a dry land training tool for ice skating. And then it just so happened that some people uh, wanted to start to push the limits. And then there was people who were influenced by skateboarding, BMX culture, and then tricks started to get adapted. But it was still like an ice skate, the, the, the blade the the base of an ice skate is designed to be used on a flat 
smooth surface. So even like when 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 people criticize rollerblading, like it looks like it looks like you're just running around, or it looks like heelys, or it's because if you if you have a pair of like Red Bull Crash Dice is a really good example of um, they haven't they haven't refined. It looks like rollerblading in in the early nineties. It's sick and they go really fast, but it's funny that they're in that ice skates are not designed like if you just watch skiers on a course like that how stable and stylish and steezy everything is compared to like ice skates are not designed to go off of ramps and and things like that so it's funny that we are so stuck to the idea of what um like that the dryland ice skate influenced by skateboarding and and that it's our idea of what is too long of a frame is really not that long at all and it's just more our techniques in that we think they're supposed to feel like ice skates and they there are versions like of um like freestyle street skating um there are things where yeah you would have you will have a certain frame length that feels good for you but um I just it doesn't have to be the, all the weird rules about like how long a frame is supposed to look on a skate and uh all that um standards are good but um you gotta you gotta you know you, people have gotta push the limits just like the original people uh push the limits with uh, the original inline skates. Doug Boyce. <laughs> the, the wheels are on our feet, you know? <laughs> no, but it is interesting to think about that the original rollerblades were designed just for, or they were designed off of something that were to be used ice skates are for a flat surface, a flat, smooth surface. Jumping up and down on things on ice skates, it looks awkward. It, it does. It does. Ha- like Having more space and base and stability beneath you, you may think that like you don't want that you're going to catch when you do crossovers. This is all weird things that we've inherited from our ice skating past and skating can go way further than that. Um, And I'm not expecting people to go in that direction, but I'm just saying I thought that I had weird things about that. Uh, certain frames were too long or that I needed to be able like things needed to be good for cess sliding or all these weird little rules that um, I've created for myself over the years and now the more different stuff I try there's always the base that you can go back to you can always do a nice topsail in some baggy clothing that will never go away but to 
jump off of to leave rollerblading island the five wheel wizards are it it's they're right on the edge after this after this frame whatever comes after this is you pretty much have jumped off of the cliff of rollerblading island and you're in the ocean you will you're building maybe you built a boat maybe you swim for a while you might find a completely new island you might discover the new world or not maybe you're going to be swimming out there for a while maybe you'll swim back to rollerblading island and 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 say no i want to I want this reference, I want a four by 80, like a, I want a, yeah, a four by 80 slightly rockered with an H block or, you know what would be great on Rollerblading Island, UFS 2.0. It was so close, so close at one point. It was close, but it's in the hands of the skater. <coughs> Lucy. <coughs> Hey! Hey! Excuse me. Just that you could speak. Nice bark practice. Zip it. It's really in the hands of the skaters now, which is why the wish frame is awesome. Wizards are awesome. Things like that. People. All this experimentation with stuff is really good. Rollerblading Island, yeah, it'll have a lot going on. But um, the Five Wheel Wizard is the closest I've felt to... I don't know if this... It, I know it feels like rollerblading, and it's, it's rollerblading. They look like rollerblades, but that's, it feels like something different, and it kind of looks like it too. It's subtle when you see the tricks. Uh, it looks, uh, it's not roller skiing and it's not, it's rollerblading, but it's not roller skiing. It's, it's just like, um, it's this primitive thing that is super exciting and new and in the very primitive stages. Um, and it also brings up the first time I tried the five wheel frames. It was super exciting because I was kind of limited. It was in the winter and um, it, rem it, it started to inspire new design ideas that I don't have the, m the money or resources to do. But um, the five wheel was the first thing, the, the 110 wizard brought up a little bit of these ideas, but um, the base of the boot and everything, like a carbon, on metal is great, lacing system is great, but it's the way uh, certain stiffnesses of liners, cuff systems, and straps, and height of, of cuff and liner um, brought up a whole new series of things about that. Um, and it's brand new and super exciting. Yeah, more than the Wizard 100 and 110 when you skate them you have this, what is this feeling? These things are crazy. Uh, and crossovers weren't even important. In Once you start getting used to the hundreds, 
crossovers are not um are not part of the what you need to enjoy skating at that point that's this whole thing of pushing with your heels and um you'll know one day if you get to try it i've been talking way too long i hope i don't have dry mouth sound I've had to pee for a really long time, and if you pee, or if you're holding onto a pee, it can inhibit thinking. Hopefully, I got it all out, and I warned you at the start, if you're still listening, and you're thinking, oh my god, that was just, it was like 45 minutes of somebody just talking about skate tech stuff. I warned you. It's it's not my fault, it's yours that you're still listening. Um... But thank you for listening. I'll probably see you sooner than six months because I'll. Now that I got all this nerd stuff out of the way, there'll be uh, other things to talk about. Thank you for listening. And if you want to support the podcast, stare out into the nothingness while at work, and think about skating. Any thought will do. Preferably going fakey very fast. Or literally grinding.